0: Hi, I'm Shruti.
1: And I'm Julie.
0: And this is a podcast of convenience. Julie- It's going
1: to be- No, go
0: ahead. I you're not going to touch anything. This is going to be great.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to touch anything, and it's going to be great. Yes. I have so many chords that I apparently am just really good at knocking into when we're recording and making a lot of muffled, awful sounds. But now I'm just going to chill. I'm going to sit here like a statue, and I'm going to talk to my friend about a very bad book, and it's going to be awesome.
0: I mean, was it a bad book, Julie? You didn't like it? <laughs>
1: Should we talk about our lives before I completely lose my mind into this microphone about that book?
0: Yes. And I think we also have to read a letter before we um talk about the book as well, because the letter has the intro of the book,
1: ok. But how's your life other than this nightmare world? I mean, that we're about to
0: I'm here. And I just like I feel like romance novel podcasts is a time for joy. And so I'm going to lean into the positive, which is I'm getting married in, like, 30 days. Holy shit, is it 30 days? Oh, my God. And so aside from wedding planning stuff and contracts and an exorbitant amount of money, because a three-day wedding is, like, three weddings, you know? And, like, RSVPs and parents going rogue and just inviting people (laughs) without getting prior approval to invite them. Yeah. And then they're, like... My parent, my dad, as much. My mom loves to call me a Nazi. So she's like, "You're such a wedding Nazi," and I'm like, "You're gonna compare me to a Nazi because you can't stop telling people about this party." Um, so aside from all of that, dance practice is going really well. (laughs) That's
1: so you're doing a an Indian slash K-pop wedding dance. Is that right? Yes. That's the cutest shit I've ever heard, right off the bat.
0: Because Evan is half Korean and loves K-pop, and I am 100% Indian, and Bollywood is... That's what it is. So we're doing... It's going to be amazing. We're doing... It's a K-pop song. Evan picked it, and it is like an Ed Sheeran K-pop song. So it's like Ed Sheeran did a remix of one of his songs with... I think her name is Jessie, the K-pop singer. Ed Sheeran? Yes. The chorus is Ed Sheeran. All right. It's great. I'm having a good time. And we haven't started the Bollywood piece yet um, because we're still working on the first half, but we're doing like ballroom style, which is fun. I was going to say,
1: what's the dancing to the K-pop side of things? Is it like K-pop band Be- dancing or ballroom?
0: Because it's like an Ed Sheeran song, K-pop moves don't really go well with it. So we're doing, I mean, it could, but we're doing like a ballroom style.
1: That sounds adorable.
0: Yeah. It's harder than it looks. We're copying a video and I'm like, whoa, this is harder than it looks. I can hear children
1: playing outside my house. I don't hear them. How do you nicely tell children to shut the fuck up?
0: Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that the nice one? Yeah.
1: Okay. I just, ugh. Children screaming is my least favorite sound.
0: Julia, are you sure you want to have kids one day? (laughs) You're going to have to spend so much time around um, schools. Kids.
1: Do I? Can't I just drop them off and leave?
0: Nah, bro. You got to go in.
1: You gotta participate? Sometimes. I mean, it'll be whatever year by then. School will be online and I will just go to another room and it'll be fine.
0: Or I recommend the loop earplugs. I bought them off of TikTok and revolutionary.
1: Do they block all sound or just kind of dull everything? It like
0: deadens the noise so that like when Evan's listening to music in the car and I want to pull out my hair, I can just put the earplugs in and then we're all happy.
1: Does his music make you want to pull out your hair?
0: No, every loud noise makes you want to pull out my hair. Fair. Yeah. So, like, I will listen to music in my car at a very low volume because then when it gets to a certain volume, it's painful. Or, like, when everyone's talking too much. Like, everyone's talking too much. So I get that. like, a couple months ago when we were trying to find a place down here, I was with my family and Evan's family at Evan, and I just was getting so stressed out, and I would just put my earplugs in, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to go on a rampage anymore. I feel better.
1: (laughs) You know what's funny? If I'm controlling the noise, like if I turn my music on, I want it kinda loud, like I mean not crazy, but like a little loud Mm -hmm. so that I can, you know, bellow along to it. But if I'm not in control of the noise, like any of any any amount makes me insane. Like, my fucking chihuahua is whining because he whines for attention and he whines mm-hmm. when he's hungry and he whines when he's sad and he whines when he's scared and he whines when he's bored. It's chihuahua. Um, But there's just, like, that high, that very quiet but high-pitched noise makes me absolutely want to tear my eyeballs out of my head.
0: The loop earplugs. You should definitely check them out. I think I might. They're not even that expensive. They're on Amazon. And, um, I don't even put them in all the time, but like when I can feel my like rage going up and up and up, I'll just pop them in and I'll be like, oh, okay. Sometimes my rage will not go away, but that means that the rage was not noise induced.
1: Could you sleep with them? Are they comfortable enough?
0: I think so. I sleep with my AirPods sometimes Mm. because my AirPods are noise canceling. So I'll put in a podcast and then sleep. Tempting. They're like 20 bucks, man. Hey, we don't have any sponsors yet. Loop Airplugs. Which not airplugs. <laughs> what are they called again? Earplugs. AirPods and earplugs. Loop earplugs, would you like to sponsor us? We would love to be sponsored by you. Neurodivergence. We're a huge audience.
1: Yeah. Get come come at us. Any tools for neurodivergent people. We love it.
0: Hell yeah. I got my mom one of those bubble popper things.
1: Oh, the like permanent the
0: the plastic, like, latex yeah. ones where you just, because she likes to pop bubbles from bubble wrap. I have those, too, yeah. yeah I have a whole drawer of, like, fidget toys.
1: I was actually going to bring one of them over here and, and hold it while I'm doing this, but it makes just, like, a really quiet noise, mm. and I was afraid I'd hear it. But I can't, like, I I need to think of something to do with my hands while we record because I'm bu- losing my mind. the
0: little squishy bun?
1: The squishy bun actually makes noise, too, funnily mm. enough. And so does my dog's clicky toenails outside my bedroom door. Harley, go away! She
0: cannot be silenced. How dare you?
1: I just saw her, like, the shadow of her little feet outside the door, like a horror movie.
0: Have we ever talked about how your dog is Steve Buscemi?
1: On the podcast? Yeah. Probably not. I can't Do imagine where it would stop. normally have come up.
0: Well, it's coming up now. Harley looks like Steve Buscemi. And then exactly when like she Steve Buscemi. looks exactly When she looks especially Buscemi-like. What do you say?
1: She's you booshing said, out. She,
0: she's or she's booshing. booshing really hard right now. <laughs> I love that so much.
1: She Sometimes she looks like a dog. And sometimes she looks like Steve Buscemi. And sometimes she looks like an absolute gremlin. Um, and there's like a spectrum of it. I feel
0: and like sometimes... she rarely looks like a dog.
1: <laughs> she looks more like a seal more often than a dog, to be yes. totally honest.
0: Was well, she Boston Terrier, right? Yeah,
1: she's got that round, terrifying, bony head. And uh, her ears, when they, like, sit back, she looks like a seal. And when her, I don't know what she does with her eyeballs, but she looks like Steve Buscemi sometimes.
0: They're really bulgy. Quite bulgy. Does Buscemi have bulgy eyes? That might I mean, be it. mean, yeah. <laughs> but we
1: don't need to call him out <laughs> about it.
0: <laughs> I think I have a little bit of a bulgy eye. Okay, well, when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great for podcasting. Let me bulge my eyes out for everyone to see. <laughs> oh, man. I have so many notes about this book. I do look, too. Look at all of these. They just go on and on.
1: I do. I have more than usual as well, which is funny. So a, th- a thing about this book is, and I will read her email in just a second, but um, it's been pulled apart to pieces a thousand times. So like, I feel like we can skip a lot of the like, here's what was wrong with the plot. Like everyone knows a lot of that. And we mm-hmm. can just like... Pick out the exact moments that piss us okay. off, and I'm really excited for that.
0: Okay, great, because I have very specific – Me, too. But to me be fair, too. I didn't know much about the book. Well, okay, how about this? Before we dive into the book, should we read our fan mail? I'm calling sure. it fan
1: mail. So, our friend Courtney, which maybe at some point I should stop admitting that the only people who email us are our friends, but I'm not going to today. because She's a Courtney. stranger.
0: We don't know who she is.
1: This Courtney girl says, She's hey, babes, fan. y'all are giving me book fever. I've got to get my life in order to read some more. I am super excited to read some of the selections you've covered. Maybe this is taboo, but would y'all consider reading slash rereading Fifty Shades and rip it apart? Because she knows us. That's the most recent romance thing I've read. I'm sure there's a lot of shame heading my way, but I remember reading it and being like, boo, yuck, and occasionally, ooh, (laughs) while I read it. (laughs) So I'd love to hear your guys' take, likely ripping it to shreds. Anyway, just a thought. I'll send a meet cute sometime later. Love you both, court.
0: Yeah, we love you, too. We fucking love you. But I don't love you for making me read Fifty Shades of Grey. I, so you hadn't this, read really? it before? What, wait, what's the author's name? E.L. James, we... I think. Okay. I don't, I don't want to just like completely skip over the fact that this was written by a human being.
1: Let me... I mean, do we want to call her a human being? Yeah, E.L. James.
0: Do, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think so. <laughs> this is criminal. <laughs> this is a war crime that we're holding.
0: okay. Yeah, if you liked Fifty Shades of Grey, what I will tell you is this, because I don't want to be like, there's nothing good about it, because I thumbs up maybe two things. I'm going to say it right now, the things that I thumbsed up in my notes. Yeah. One was that she's (laughs) (laughs) pro-vaccine. When when did Um, that even come up? What are their names again?
1: Christian and Anna.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so I read this like two to three months ago. Fair enough. Yeah, two... Yeah, like literally three months ago when I was in India. And again, making me read this on a trip with my parents for like literally 18 days together. Our flights were delayed. It was like really crazy. And then and then like the book that I was reading was Fifty Shades of Grey. Like I feel that was mean. That was kind of mean. you definitely <laughs>
1: foresaw all of that and did it on purpose.
0: She did it on purpose. And I, I don't know about that, man. I thought we were friends. <laughs> because it's long it's so long i thought it'd be short and fast but this was like miserably long it was a
1: you had to trudge right through it It and
0: nothing happens that's
1: that's my favorite part that nothing fucking happens happens? yeah it's so good okay i like a bad so like that's the thing about shruthi and i you should know we like a bad thing like we love watching bad horror movies and just laughing Mm -hmm. through them uh bad romance movies Um, I get so tickled by, like, After and shitty romance movies like that. Oh, my
0: God. You get tickled by After. I said I. I
1: I didn't include you on purpose because I know how you feel about
0: After. I have had to be so inebriated, (laughs) In legal ways to get through any of the after movies. What's the next one called? Like...
1: Ever After Happy, I think, right? Yeah. No, there's one in between, I think, too. Ever
0: Ever After Happy, which is the last one. Oh, my God. They're, and they're based on Fifty Shades of Grey for, like, college students. So. Oh, no. I think the next one is before... <laughs> God. If you haven't seen After and you like to watch really bad things, the worst um, the worst things in the world. Like the most abuse, the most mentally abusive, manipulative oh relationships of young
1: Honestly, if you're listening to this because you liked 50 Shades of Grey and you want to hear our take on it, go watch After and all the sequels.
0: That's fair. That's a fair recommendation because it's very similar. It's very if you similar. like this thing. And I feel like if you're into like bad men, I just feel like there's better books about bad men.
1: There's men that are bad in ways that aren't wildly disrespectful and borderline dangerous to the women that they're supposed to love. Yeah,
0: but there's, like, people that love that, you know, like the mafia books and all of that stuff. I haven't gotten into that world. Again, I'm very curious. So if you've got mafia book recommendations about, like, bad men doing bad things, like, what would you recommend out of that genre? Because this is not it. This is this so is painful to get through.
1: This is a bad book, beginning to end. And again, we don't have to say why, but we're gonna like in general. I think it's widely known that it's poorly written. It does a very poor job actually describing the BDSM community, and um, overall, is just like everyone knows why it's bad. I think I didn't. Which is did you see the movie? No. Okay, so here's the thing: I have read all of these books, and I have seen all of these movies. Well, okay, and no, because just I think 3 days ago I learned that this book has been written again from Christian's perspective in the same way that Twilight was written again from Edward's perspective.
0: I never finished the Edward's perspective book.
1: Well, that's it we bought it together to, to laugh did, at. We did. And I did so, not finish it. So excruciating that you didn't finish it. I barely no. did. Um and after that I would never be able to go back and read the Christian Grey version of this because it's just unbearable to imagine. Um so I I've, I've read all of the original He's so, tor-
0: He's so tortured, Julie. <laughs> He's so goddamn
1: tortured. Um, but and I've seen all the movies because the movies are so much fun to watch um and just ripped to shreds. But I hadn't read it in a while. Mm-hmm. And God, it's just it was it was harder the second time. It was a slog for sure.
0: Yeah. I have one trigger warning. Please. Um in that Christian Gray was sexually assaulted as a minor. And the way that it's portrayed in the book is that, like, he's a willing participant because he was, I forgot how old he was. but Like 15 um, or something? Yeah, really young. And he was assaulted by a friend of his mother's. But he's like, that was my first introduction to BDSM. And everyone else goes, no. (laughs) <laughs> that's not salt. what that is that's yeah. all and he's still friends with the person that did that and she's not in this book but i wikipedia the rest of the books oh, there's yeah, she's no way she i was up. gonna read them she shows up i learned um and then there's like in the next couple of books i don't want to read them but the plot gets fucking bonkers it sounds so fun. that's what
1: you think but then so the thing about <laughs> 50 shades of gray is that every plot point is immediately resolved in such a way as to not be dramatic at all. Like, if oh. you watch one of the movies, there's a he's in a helicopter there crash.
0: There's kidnapping in it.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not dramatic. Like, they, she manages to be such a bad writer that it doesn't – or this manages to be so badly written. Maybe she's not a bad writer in all things, but she's a very bad writer in this book. Um,
0: it's very kind of you. That it is written not, in 2013, so it's very like a white woman of 2013 wrote this.
1: Oh, and it shows its age several at several points at this It
0: really book. does, yeah.
1: Which is funny. Its age is, it's not that old, but it's – it shows her hopeful – hopefully she has grown since she wrote this book um, as a person and as a writer. But, yeah, it's – like, the helicopter crash that happens in the second one, I want to say. Like, Anna only finds out that his helicopter crashed, like, ten minutes before he walks through the door completely unscathed. Like, they're watching the, – her and his family, I think, is watching the news, and they're like, Oh, my God, this helicopter crashed. They can't find him. They don't know what's happening. And I guess he, like, crawls out of the wreckage and just walks straight home. And so, like, by the time that they actually can get worked up enough about it to be sad, he walks in the door and he's okay. That's dumb. Like, that's how all of their drama is.
0: Do like, you not- have um, Do you have any written notes for this? Yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> do you want to just go back and forth in our I, <laughs> I absolutely do. I love I'm just this. wondering, like, is there a plot that we need to go over? Like, she's a college student. He's a businessman. I guess we should. I
1: mean, we've done it for everything else.
0: Okay, she's a college student. Her name is Anna. He and she is like the worst kind of pick me, the worst. I don't even. She's looking like, oh, me. Don't look at bad, me. But, but she's too old for it. She's way too old to be look at me. Don't look at me. And he is just like the worst man of all time. <laughs> this is not a very good plot synopsis. This he's like very. Me- <laughs> he's like very mentally abusive, and he's like you gotta give in to all of my BDSM desires because I desire you. And she's like no, and he's like yes, and that's the whole book back and forth and back and forth of like sign my contract, and she's like no. But he's like that's really so it. if
1: we're talking just about pure it. plot points it's like christian and anna fall in lust with each other he says i'm into bdsm she says i'm not he says but do you want it anyway and she says no okay but and then it's resi- over
0: he can't resist her so she he keeps can't coming back for either. more vanilla sex also he's he buys her a lot into. of things
1: that she doesn't want because he's rich
0: yeah which again i'm not averse to that fantasy but like this was just done so bad
1: so this is also, we should acknowledge that this was originally written as Twilight fan fiction.
0: Oh my God, was it? Yes. This was Twilight fan fiction?
1: Literally, yes.
0: She really does like scream Bella. She really does.
1: It was called Masters of the Universe, I think.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, I'm going to double check. I'm going to fact check that.
0: Okay. And then I think that's the only plot I actually want to get into. And then so we can just get into our notes.
1: <laughs> yeah. It started as like literally on a fan fiction website. Master of the Universe um, by username Snow Queen Ice Dragon. I'm not making this up, by the way. That is E.L. I'm,
0: I'm not mad at Snow Queen Ice Dragon. That sounds like a name I would have come up with.
1: Yeah, when we were like
0: 14. Well, she got rich off of her 14-year-old fantasy, so good for her. <laughs>
1: you know what? You're totally right. Good for her. Yeah. Also, I just, yeah. I mean, the fact that it's about Twilight, which is already its own shade of hilarious and, and kind of bad.
0: I loved Twilight. I can't shit on Twilight from when it came out. I can shit on it now as an adult, but like, oh, I loved the whole Twilight series. I
1: love all the Twilight movies a lot.
0: You read the books though.
1: I did read them, yeah.
0: You went to the Midnight Premiere, you wore the bleach t-shirt with the little thing on it. A quote from the book series.
1: Uh I think mine said Team Voldemort or something, didn't it? <laughs> no, mine said Team Um because you guys picked Team Edward and Team had. Jacob.
0: No, mine had a quote on it.
1: Oh, we okay. didn't do the team thing. No, some people said team Edward and team Jacob, and then mine, mine said didn't. team. Well, who is the bad guy in Twilight? I think it was that. I think I was trying the to be Vol- edgy. The
0: Volturi thing.
1: It was one of the guys. That's
0: bad. I, it's been a long time. I don't remember.
1: Um, those movies are fantastic still. I will stand by that forever.
0: The last one is wild. <laughs> They're all oh my God. the
1: funniest thing in the world.
0: Oh, my God. I so about the <laughs> there's a part. This thing. is complete.
1: Deviation. But there's a part in that where Jacob corners Bella in the woods because she's been wandering around because Edward broke up with her. And this is so stupid. But Jacob's like, everyone's been looking for you. Charlie. And then just stops talking. <laughs> and every single time, like, I would, I would just scream at the TV like, end of list, I guess.
0: That's everyone's all everyone's that...
1: been looking for you, Charlie. So now me and my husband like occasionally walk around the house and just go,
0: Everyone's been <laughs> looking for you. Charlie.
1: And then just stand That's there really and like funny. motion at each other until the moment ends. It's fucking so much fun.
0: That's a good bit. I really enjoy that. <laughs> I was about to say, everyone's been looking for you. Where have you been, Loca? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Loka? Oh my god, there was someone on TikTok who just did like um a thing of like Jacob and I think I might have sent it to you, but I don't remember if I did, but it was so funny. Every Jacob moment,
1: every Jacob meme,
0: they're all amazing. It's so good. It's some guy, like, doing, like, an act. I can't even explain it. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Please do. Okay, my first note off of my list of notes was, she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. <laughs> because seems like a is. general
1: thing about her?
0: Yeah. It's that whole song of, like, she is everything I'm not. You yeah. know, I'm like this shy reading girl and my friends are just, like, way too sexual and... Like it's fine if they want to be sexual, but I'm not sexual, and I wear jeans and she wears dresses. You know, like it's very um,
1: Taylor Swift.
0: It's like it's very you <laughs> like them Taylor Swift.
1: The only th- the only redeeming quality about her that makes that slightly different from other or even worse fanfiction-y style things is that she's not like. She feels that way about her roommate, but she also is like nice. Like they, her, her and her roommate love each other too.
0: That's true. No, they have a good relationship. They're not antagonistic.
1: Is... But, that's but she who absolutely she is. is like, she's the gorgeous one, and she wears skirts. And I read book, and I am very special.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, emergency contact.
1: But yeah, worse. but a lot worse. Yeah. My first note is in the same vein. <laughs> at some point, when she's going to Christian Grey's building. It says, she hands me, she being the person at the front desk, she hands me a security pass that has visitor very firmly stamped on the front. I can't help my smirk. Surely it's obvious that I'm just visiting. I don't fit in here at all. Nothing changes. I inwardly sigh. And I was like, God, what a stretch to establish what a sad sack this character is. Like, it's. A visitor's badge, honey. Everybody gets them. It's not that deep.
0: They know who works there. (laughs) It's so strange. (laughs) Obviously, I don't work here. Oh, she's the worst. I inwardly sigh. Nothing
1: changes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. My next note was, ugh, businessmen. So self-important. Christian Grey. Christian is the worst. His first introduction... I hated him so much because he reminds me of people that I work with. Oh, no. Like, not the BDSM thing, but just this really (laughs) self... (laughs) I mean, I've worked with a lot of fucking perverts, and, like, I've quit a lot of jobs because of it. But the self-important businessman thing, it's just, like, that's the industry I'm in, and it is not fun. Unbearable. Unbearable. And, like, his first introduction was, like, not sexual to me at all. I was like, oh, this guy's just the worst...
1: I have so many notes about their first introduction. Like, so many.
0: I have a few more, too.
1: (laughs) At some point, she's commenting on paintings, I think. Mm -hmm. And she says, they're lovely, raising the ordinary to extraordinary. And I was like, nobody talks like this. And that was the first example of nobody talks like this out of many, because I have a bunch. Where the dialogue in this is so... (laughs) my first word that's bring to mine was irresponsibly written (laughs) (laughs) it
0: was irresponsible it's so bad it's irresponsible
1: because it's making people think that anyone in the world fucking talks like that
0: nobody talks like that It drives me crazy i mean to be fair we went you went to art school people talk like that
1: if somebody had said raising the ordinary to extraordinary about like a painting that was in front of them i would immediately just turn on my heel and walk out of the person's life forever
0: i've been in classes like that man you can't leave
1: I mean, yeah, I went to film school. I also had people that discussed things yeah. in that way,
0: so actually, in the line of like what she's saying about like the paintings, mm-hmm. I also wrote down paternal because it feels like he likes the fact that she's so young and naive. and like he's raising her in a sense, which I don't like. It's kind of icky. It's like,
1: can you groom an adult? And then, like, if so, yeah, yes, I know he's she's an adult,
0: but she's like, I never drink wine, but Christian knows the best wines. And it's like everything is just, yeah like he's her father. And I know like she has a complicated relationship with her family and like I think it's her stepfather who she's actually very close with, but it's like it's so painful. That and it's he's, weird. like her it's father. weird that they would
1: put in a like a very nice, stable stepfathery character and then still have her have these weird daddy issues with him even though she has a good male figure like role model yeah. in her life. And also this stepfather I'm just realizing now fucking disappears into the ether. For every other bit of this book, after the yeah. graduation party, like why She's even like, introduce? I him?
0: have such a great relationship with him.
1: That's it. That's it. We're done. Bye, yeah. pops. I don't get it. Nope. Um. So you talked about uh, Anna being like, I wear sh- I wear you wear short skirts. I wear sneakers, and like everyone around me is so sexual or whatever. There's a part where he's literally just sitting down. And she says, apart from the paintings, the rest of the office is cold, clean, and clinical. I wonder if it reflects the personality of the Adonis who sinks gracefully into one of the white leather chairs opposite me. I shake my head, disturbed at the direction of my thoughts. Is this a prude thing? Or is that something else that I'm just missing? Like, what is the note there? Like, she's I feel literally like it, disturbed she... at finding him attractive? At finding a person attractive?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's, that's it. Like, she's so chaste and so unsexual- in her own mind that she's like i can't be having sexual thoughts about anyone so
1: <clears throat> yeah so not only is she inexperienced with bdsm when when they get to that point but she's definitely a virgin when they meet they make that explicit in the book mm-hmm. and oh i got notes on the virginity even, thing <laughs> apparently hasn't even had experience finding a person attractive which they also i guess do outline at some point they say oh yeah
0: because she's like all these men all these men are hitting on me but i don't like any of them <laughs>
1: And I have no idea what it's like to be wanted because all these hot girls are wanted and I am not because I am bookish, and yet everyone I who's ever met me wants to fuck me. (laughs) Everyone.
0: Yeah, literally everyone. Like literally everyone that walks into her circle is like, I gotta fuck her, and she's just like, no. Everybody. No one but Christian. Christian only. (laughs) All right, your note. Oh, my next one is what is this obsession with blondes? Like she has this thing where she's like, "I'm a brunette. That's my whole identity." And (laughs) everyone in this office is blonde, like all these beautiful blonde women. And it's like, wow. Well, because it becomes a thing. It
1: becomes a thing with him where he, he um, Parks and Rec Tammy style is like, has like a blonde issue because of the Mrs. Robinson character. I think right.
0: No, he. I don't remember any of this.
1: I think maybe I'm books. making this up. Maybe I'm literally thinking about Parks and Rec. It
0: I could thought... be from one of the movies. I don't know, or it could be. From oh no, book. no, sorry.
1: It's his. It's his. Uh, it's his mom. The blonde. His mom would look like this blonde, skinny blonde white woman, and so now he beats all these women that look like his mom.
0: That's not in this book.
1: Okay, it is in one of the books.
0: Okay, because I I feel like I remember that as a spoiler, and then um. They never got into it in this book, so I was okay. like, maybe it's something they else. They didn't get into it in this
1: book, and that is fair. It just makes it seem like she has a weird thing against blonde people, like you said. No, but he only hires he,
0: blonde women. Yeah,
1: he surrounds himself with women because basically he just hates women, and that becomes like, apparent very quickly.
0: Yes. And
1: so he, he, hates he wants women. to beat women who look like his mother who left him or died or abandoned him or something when he was a kid.
0: I feel like she might have died.
1: She was like a drug addict, I believe.
0: Yeah. I could be speculating, but I feel like I remember hearing, like, years and years ago, something about him, like, being in a room with his dead mother for, like, days and, like, not eating. And that's why he has that food thing.
1: Oh, I don't remember that one.
0: (laughs) Great. It it might not be this. It could be another one of the books that my mom tells me about. Again, she probably told me about this. Truly, let me tell you about this book. It's really popular right now. I'm going to go see the movie. Um, Okay, so that was my thing about blonde women. I just thought it was strange. Okay, next for you. Oh,
1: um, at one point... Uh, her internal internal monologue describes his voice as the following. His voice is warm and husky, like dark melted chocolate fudge caramel, dot, 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 or something.
0: Oh, my God. That's so bad. <laughs> That's so,
1: not only is it the most garbage writing I can imagine, but like, you know how adjectives have an order to them that is like natural and when you're a something. native English speaker, you just sort of yeah. understand. It should be melted dark chocolate caramel fudge and she has them all in the wrong order and it, that really bothers me which is so stupid but it pisses is me off. Is she a
0: native English speaker? <clears throat>
1: I don't know. That's a good question. Um, and then plus saying like oh it sounds like his voice sounds like this or something is just <laughs> this is the most fanfictiony garbage I can imagine. Ugh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> I don't even what to say to that. That's really bad. I feel like I really did block out a lot of this because I'm reading my notes and it's all kind of coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my next one is, oh, she's 21! It all makes sense now.
1: Okay, so she's younger than I remembered.
0: Yeah, she's, she's really young, and that makes her make a lot more sense to me. Didn't enjoy it, but it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, she's still just, like, a bad person.
0: I don't know if she's a bad person, but she's deeply uninteresting.
1: Oh, see, I, I found that I found her genuinely annoying, and to the point, like, almost...
0: She's kind of racist and I will get into that too.
1: Really? Ooh, I can't wait. She's also kind of, she's also fairly toxic in the way that <clears throat> she doesn't know how to have relationships because she's never been in one. So she keeps, mm. she keeps like, like testing Christian about certain things and she keeps like running back into his arms and, and like even being the like hit me as hard as you can so I know how bad it can be is an oh, unwinnable, yeah. unwinnable thing. Yeah. And then being like, oh, I, I want to try this. I want to try this. And then every time he does it, her like crying and leaving and then. Refusing to actually like depart the situation and running back to him every time. I mean, like, she, I feel like she's just as toxic as him in terms of the relationship, but not just yes. in terms of, yeah, how I bad I feel it like <laughs> it's,
0: it's like after where you kind of want to root for her, but she's just as bad.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and after, I feel like in the first movie, he was the worst one. And then uh, every other movie since but she then. She keeps going back and awful. then she
0: gets like manipulative too. And now yeah. it's just terrible. And they're like, no, but we love each other. Oh my God. Remember an after where her, her dad is. The homeless man all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, and then he just I was like, in the, be- in the beginning, he shows up, and I'm like, I bet that's her dad. And in the last scene, it's like, oh, my God, no Turns
1: way. out, it was um, her dad.
0: Guys, if you haven't seen After, Julia will say to watch it. I will say, save yourself and run.
1: Watch it. It's great.
0: Lies. Um, I think that was mine. So then what's your next one? I think
1: that was mine. Wait, wasn't it? What did you say last?
0: She's 21.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this I have a whole question about. She has a weird British thing going on and I don't know.
0: It's 2013. It was like the peak of that um British wave thing that was going okay, on. Okay, maybe the that's all it thing. is.
1: So like she's super she's a, she's super into like British literature specifically only, which is
0: Oh god, her literature thing was Arguably the, worst. the most boring
1: literature. Yeah. Um she only drinks that breakfast that like English breakfast tea.
0: Mm-hmm. Also they
1: use just a lot of like British language a lot or like I mean like like she says, like oh, I'm not keen on coffee. Like she just says like things that are vaguely they like they make her sound like she's trying to kind of mimic a British thing. Yeah. And those are dropped in all like sprinkled in all over the fa- the place. And I'm just like, I don't. Is that her trying to be like trendy? Is that just something she's absorbed, or is there like a weird like is El James? I don't know shit about her. Maybe she's I don't
0: like... know, but I do remember in 2013 and even before then, like the the British invasion thing was really like at a peak. Okay. And um, like Doctor Who and all that stuff was going on, and I feel like it might have just been absorbed in the zeitgeist that like, oh, she's cooler than everyone else because she kind of likes British stuff,
1: which is so funny to me that like, now it makes me hate her so much, like it makes me hate that character so much that I'm like, I only it's very pretentious,
0: but she's 21, so you're like, yeah, that's when you're, you know, that's when you're at your most pretentious, you know,
1: that's valid it doesn't mean you want to read about her though (laughs) like i want to read about a cool 21 oh my god this
0: was so painful i didn't want to read about her for even 10 pages (laughs) but i read every single one in detail yeah (laughs) took notes okay my next one is sitting in a parking garage to cry is very dangerous get in your car and lock the door
1: she sat in a parking garage to cry
0: yeah after i think the interview or something Like, really, I don't remember the time frame of this at all because nothing happens. She, like, slides down the wall of a parking garage to weep about something about Christian. And she's just sitting there. And I can tell you a number of serial killers that have abducted women from parking garages. So, like, get in your car and lock the door and drive away, you know.
1: Like, cry later or cry on the way home, even. Or just pull into, like, a McDonald's parking lot and cry there with your doors locked. Yeah. But under a streetlight, you know.
0: No, but she just, like, straight up in a parking garage in a major city, like a metropolitan area. I'm just going to, like, slide to the floor here and cry. Yeah. Now, for as long as I see fit, because the world is mine.
1: Because I'm a white woman and nothing bad could ever happen to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's several points where she, like, just bursts into tears. And it's because of something Christian did And then he comes to comfort her, and she's like, "Oh, thank God! I could only be comforted by you." And it's like, "But he's the one who did it. He's the one who caused it." And I just never very
0: twenty (laughs) one. I feel like even
1: when I was twenty one, I would not like. I had no self respect, and I still wouldn't let a man like do this. I mean, I wasn't getting in
0: relationships at twenty one, probably because all the dudes were just like, "Nah, man," (laughs) you know. (laughs) Twenty
1: one year olds are yeah trash.
0: Yikes! Like they're the ones that are gonna make you cry. (laughs) No, thank you. Especially Christian, he's like a lot older than her, too.
1: Is he? No, I think he's supposed to be like 29 or something, right?
0: I know, but 29 to 21. Oh, you're right. It's an eight year age difference.
1: When you're that young, that is. Yeah, she's
0: something. still in college when they meet, and he's got a full business. I thought, thought he was younger than 29, like 26, or 27. Oh, I don't know. Like so young to be a CEO of his own amazing corporation that we don't even know what he does. He's just there in a suit.
1: He's just there in a suit time. and yells at people on the phone.
0: He yells people on the phone a lot, and it's very like, "Ooh, I'm attracted to his business talking on
1: the phone." <laughs> I love a busy businessman. <laughs> so my next note is that um, one of the one of the things that shows its age about this book, which again, if this is only 2013, this shouldn't have been such a fucking big deal, and it's annoying me. But um, she asks him in the interview if he's gay. And oh yeah. It's like a, it's like it comes back up like ten fucking times. where she's like, "I'm so mortified. He's never gonna forgive me for asking that. How fucking embarrassing!" And it's like, yeah. "Dude, you just asked if he was gay. Like, first of I all, know, like, don't be he nosy." He had that whole like
0: toxic. I think he had like a toxic masculinity type response to that too, where he's like, "He what was you really think irritated about it. Yeah, yeah. It like turned the whole interview around. Maybe that's what she was crying about in the parking garage. I don't remember. Well, it was like right no. after the interview. But
1: it's, she, I mean that that was." Like like way way later in the book that I was looking at my notes and it says like oh he's remembering the gay question and it's like dude mm-hmm. first of all you shouldn't have asked because you shouldn't ask people sexuality like that that's weird but at the same time he could have just been like no and move the fuck on because it's not an insult like why yeah. is he this is unbearable <laughs> yeah and yeah it haunts her forever and it pisses him off forever because toxic masculinity all the way
0: I wonder if it comes up in the other books I wonder if it's that haunting I don't um, remember but probably. My next one is a quote, and I don't remember what the context of this is, but like just the phrasing of this is so uncomfortable to me. Does he white slave children? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) She's thinking about Christian, and she asks herself the question, Does he white slave children? Is that, are you serious? No, Julie, I'm lying. Of course, I'm serious. Do you remember the context? She's thinking about Christian. I don't remember, like, maybe his business thing, maybe his money, maybe something or other. And the question in her mind pops up, does... There's so many different ways to discuss the concept of child trafficking, which I don't think is necessary in this book even a little bit. But she comes up with, does he white slave children?
1: I need to find it. I need to find the exact moment. Let me look at me.
0: I think that's my only... No, I've got another quote. I've got two quotes and that's one of them.
1: Because I'm enjoying my breakfast and your company. Once you're enlightened, you probably won't want to see me again. What does that mean? Does he white slave small children to some godforsaken part of the planet? Is he part of some underworld crime syndicate? So it's her example that her first example she can think of about a bad thing that he does. White slave hyphenated
0: word white slave. That's yeah. horrifying.
1: <laughs> it's so How did I bad. Not notice that?
0: Oh my god, it's so bad. This was wow. the only book where I had to consistently take notes throughout the entire reading because it was so dense of things that bothered
1: me. <laughs> that so, bothers me so much. Yeah, white slave. Yep. As if it's just like a term.
0: <laughs> yeah, normal. Because like slavery is normally white people. You know what I mean. <laughs> Or it's like worse when it's white people. You know what I mean? Like why are we? Yeah, as if it's special.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Horrible. Not just
0: slavery, white slavery. White slaves. You know how they do.
1: (laughs) He's only gonna (laughs) kidnap the white babies because he's that bad.
0: Oh my god! Yes, it's the worst.
1: (laughs) Oh hideous. Hideous. That's a bad one.
0: It's really bad.
1: Um, so our friend Jamil Hi Jamil um, (laughs) has pointed out we we occasionally will write things and then Jamil is awesome and will edit them for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And she is the one that pointed out to me a thing that I was doing, again, probably when we were 18 years old, I hope it was when we were 18 years old, that um, when people talk to each other, they don't say, like, if me and Truthy are just in this room talking to each other, we don't say each other's name because, you she know... definitely
0: did that one to me because I was doing it all the oh, time. Oh, she did it to me, too. Yeah.
1: We both, we both did this thing. Apparently, it's
0: a very... Annoying thing to do, so we it's, learned. I think it's probably
1: a common like early writer thing where you have the characters say each other's names in a way that they don't. You don't do when you're in when you're only talking to one on one to two. You know, two people talking to each other. Anna, I don't know. Like, what are you doing? What do you think? Yeah. Um. Except for like emphasis once in a while, kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna read. Um. There is action in between these lines, but I'm just gonna skip between two characters speaking to each other very briefly. Mm-hmm. And it is Anna, the main character, and Jose, her friend. Who, of course, wants to fuck her because everybody does. And he gets like... Don't even
0: get me started on Jose. I've got notes on him later. (laughs) Okay. okay? Well, this is just
1: a dialogue snippet of him being forceful and awful and scary when she is inebriated. Mm -hmm. But again, all I'm emphasizing here is the fact that normally people don't say each other's names because you know who you're talking to Mm -hmm. when you're looking at them in the eyeballs talking to them. And Jamil brought this to my mind and I will never forget it now. But the lines are, Jose, I'm okay. I've got this. Anna, please. Jose, what are you doing? You know I like you, Anna. Please. No, Jose. Stop. Please, Anna. Carino. Jose, no. (laughs) Literally.
0: Oh, my God. That's every line. And I
1: didn't skip dialogue. I skipped the action only. I skipped no dialogue in there. Every single line, they had to say each other's name in that one exchange.
0: I don't feel like we were that bad. I hope we weren't that bad. I just want to give us the benefit of the doubt. That's real bad. Yeah, that's pretty...
1: That's really bad. <laughs> like, when you read it with the action, you maybe don't notice. But because Jamil pointed it out, I couldn't stop thinking about it. They say each other's name constantly. hmm In a way that nobody does. Again, another example of the dialogue just being trash. You can tell, like, when somebody wrote something and didn't read it out loud at any point. Because they would have heard, hopefully, how completely irrational it sounds. And that nobody talks yeah. that way.
0: Well, millions of dollars for her.
1: Yeah, you know, again, all, all of this bullshitting is... All fun and games to talk about, as if she, you know we're millionaires and she's not. So yeah, good for her. Also,
0: Courtney, because I know you said you might be rereading this. Don't reread this. At the end of this episode, we will give you better book recommendations. Okay. <laughs> Like, you're a mom now. You're a new mom. You don't have time to waste on this. I just yeah, want to be very clear busy. and upfront. You're so yep. busy. Don't do this to yourself. Love yourself. Don't do this. Love yourself, Love, yourself, love yourself
1: like you didn't love us when you made us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least this is making me feel better talking about it. Because, God, if I had just read this for fun, I would have never finished 10 pages of it. Okay. Was that <laughs> your... Yeah, that was yours with the name thing. Okay. Mine was... Um, and this, I just don't like it in any book. But it's and it's a, definitely a really old trope. I don't like it in books at all. But the virginity thing of someone Oof. ripping through your virginity. So right. it's quote unquote in the book they discuss ripping through my virginity, and. Yeah, maybe in the 80s and the 90s, that was common knowledge because we didn't have sex education, but we live in a modern world and you don't have to break a hymen, that body part stretches based on arousal. So if someone is ripping through your virginity, like maybe... They're doing a bad job. Maybe they're doing a bad job. Like, think about that. And
1: considering how soaked they describe her every time he even makes eye contact with her, like, he should not have been ripping through anything.
0: Yeah, and, like, maybe there's tearing in your hymen. Like, maybe something happens, sure, but he shouldn't be slamming through your hymen right. unless you are completely unprepared for sex. So, I just hate that, and if you're an author, I love you to bits, not this one, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you've done it, it's forgivable. It's just a really big pet peeve of mine. Like, because, we all thought, I
1: mean, I, I thought that when yeah. I was younger too, that how it feels and virginity super mattered and that it was I like mean, an hymen actual is barrier. Real.
0: It is in your body and it can tear, but it is very. No, I thought it was
1: literally just like, you know, like a sheet basically that. Yeah, like, like just bust covering through.
0: everything and you yep. have to break through it. I get it. Like, we are not educated enough in this world. But in, this in the future, like, if you're learning anything from this, Oh, my God. There's a really great book called Come As You Are, and it's about female sexuality. And I read it and it was so eye opening to me. And I've taken like human sexuality classes, like not like your body parts, human sexuality, but like sex Mm -hmm. in college. And I thought, you know, you learn so much, but you can always learn so much more because like women's sexuality is like a fucking frontier. We don't know anything about it. And we're always learning more. So don't rip through hymen's. Okay. Don't
1: rip through the hymen. It's pointless.
0: It's gross. Actually, my next note, I'm just gonna tie it in instead of doing it twice. Yeah. Not enough foreplay in this book.
1: Okay, that's because he's the foreplay for them. Everything. The foreplay for them is eye contact. Like they Ugh. both get so horned up from like their fingertips grazing. It's like, I don't know if it's it's part of her prude thing or just part of the fact that he's supposed to be so fucking hot. That mm. all he like he could like, lick his lips and she's like drenched and ready to go.
0: <laughs> I mean, but it's just like even as a reader, that's not fun to read.
1: No, it's not.
0: I feel like I'm like, oh, oh, they're fucking.
1: If you're into this for spiciness, which is why most people bought this book.
0: It's not even good. It's not
1: even well written spice.
0: It's not. There's so much better spice out there. And again, that will be my recommendation and, you know, at the uh, end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I first read it, though, I
1: remember thinking, like, oh, those are so spicy scenes. Because I hadn't read a ton of romance novels. I was just reading this for the, kind of the shock value of it.
0: Mm-hmm. But once you
1: read romance novels that are well-written sex scenes, you realize, like, the writing matters in making it sexier. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, he puts ball bearings in her vagina and, like,
0: and have that be there. sexy. Yeah.
1: Which, by the way, happens. And, like,
0: honestly, if you're looking for porn or, like erotic writing, like specifically for erotic writing, the internet, the internet has things like don't go to Fifty Shades of Grey. This is terrible. Just watch porn. Oh my gosh. There's this. I'm not going to get, you know, what? we've already talked about you, it offline.
1: No, you must
0: not. No, I, Julie, I can <laughs> What were you going to say? My family knows about this now. Some of them What do. were you
1: going to say?
0: I was going to recommend some porn sites and I'm not going to do that right now That's because- amazing. Um, unless someone emails me and then I will privately email you my porn <laughs> recommendations of sites that are ethical. because um, Ethical <laughs> porn is a new thing. Again, I'm really yeah. learning a lot about sexuality. Um, but I cannot do that right now. That's not going to happen. That's
1: hilarious. Okay.
0: I have a job. I have to keep it. Okay. My
1: next note is very brief. There's a line in the book that... Is her internal monologue and says, why won't he kiss me again? I pout at the thought. I don't understand. Honestly, his surname should be cryptic, not gray.
0: Disgusting. And that was
1: odd, like, I don't have any Christian notes. Christian
0: cryptic. In my,
1: <laughs> in, my, right, in my little um
0: That's Kindle not the app right way note to do thing,
1: I just wrote, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, I didn't even write a note out. I was just like, listen it's to surname. the words and you'll understand It should be cryptic
0: garbage. gray, his first name, or, not his or surname. just don't be
1: like. Oh, what a grumpy goose. Your name should be. Like, just don't write like you're a child. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: she just, is a child.
1: She's so young. I can't stand it.
0: Oh, but it's not even like young writing, but good. Like, emergency contact was young and good. This is just bad. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, erotic piano playing can be delightful in Nine Rules to Break When Romancing a Rake. The lead character, the lead male character, plays the piano a lot in moments of contemplation, and it is wonderful. Not always erotic, but it's a part of his character. Christian Grey plays the piano naked all the time, <laughs> and it's not even sexy. It's like, oh, he's just like bare ass on a piano bench. All I can think by of is like piano his benches are usually just like ween. plastic
1: or like vinyl. Yes. right? yeah. That's I'm all sure I think he has about. a really
0: nice one, but even then, like his flaccid ween. And touching a piano bench
1: yeah.
0: how his, is that he just
1: has his taint pressed against that thing like it's not going to leave a little little smooch mark when he stands up
0: i'm miserable thinking about this again i'm <laughs> yep. so sorry that we have to talk about it <laughs> but i hated it i hated the naked naco- naked piano playing so much <laughs> oh my gosh this episode i feel like it's ice planet barbarians level of just chaos. okay
1: we that's just it if anyone is considering that maybe we're being too hard on this book We liked Ice Planet Barbarians. We
0: read like 30
1: of them. We read like 20 of them and we disliked one.
0: That's true. So, like, that's a pretty good ratio. But it was delightful. It was fun. It was so much fun. For alien erotic writing, I don't know. That was really interesting for me. So, clearly,
1: we're not like highbrow. Yeah, we're not like snooty about our romance novels. We liked Ice Planet Barbarians. This book is just garbage (laughs) beginning to end.
0: Don't waste your time.
1: My next ick moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: came from him having in his contract the food that she can and cannot eat.
0: Yeah, that was dumb. That's like, very... Talk about
1: toxicity. Terrible. Like, I know they had a contract. I can understand having a contract of, like, th- when we are having our sexy times, this is what you're going to do and this is what I'm going to do and this is what we're going to ban and blah, blah, blah. Having it written, is whatever. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But for him to... In other parts of her life, to try and regulate what she eats and how much she exercises and shit like that and mm-hmm. what she wears is all so yucky because then it's not like, oh, in the bedroom we play as Dom and Sub and it's like a fun thing that we do and then we take off that when he's we're ready to be people problems. again. He's got real problems.
0: He has he's real got problems. real
1: fucking issues. He's so manipulative and so gross. And he gross. sees
0: a therapist. He's like, oh, I see a therapist all the time. And I'm like, not a good one. Get a new one. Yeah. Like, bad therapists are out there. Um, I've seen one or two, and it's like, just because they have a psych degree does not mean that they're a good therapist. And no. Christian Grey, if your therapist is condoning this kind of controlling behavior, you really need to think about getting... Or, you like, obviously, you don't even want help. Like, you're not even trying to change. Anyways, it's <laughs> terrible. He does
1: try to change for her, Shruti.
0: He changed for me because I had dark hair. and i didn't didn't look like his mom i ate you know i only drank my tea and then i didn't eat and he was just so concerned about it was just insane unbearable oh my god like him being
1: him being like oh i i want to see you eat because i i don't like when people go hungry is like whatever it would be like a forgivable thing but for him to be like you literally have to eat from a prescribed list of foods
0: yeah and then the exercise thing too it's very much like i want to like mold your body yeah, to he's what like I want.
1: Yeah, he's like adult grooming her <laughs> in yeah. the weirdest way.
0: And I mean, like, okay, BDSM culture is a thing, mm-hmm. and I I feel very non-judgmental towards the BDSM world, because I understand, like, power dynamics and, you know, arousal from that type of a thing. Like, it totally makes sense to me, actually. You probably remember this, Julie. But when I took that human sexuality class, we had an extra credit assignment and it was a lecture. And um, the lecture was given by a leather family. I don't remember this. Yeah, it was at um, community college. And it was like (laughs) the it was the number one attended class. Like it was so hard to get into this class. And it was the most educational class I've ever taken at that school. It was really, really great. But a leather family fully just came in. A gimp walked into the room on all fours and then didn't talk the entire time. And then they explained, like, the dynamics of, like, a BDSM relationship and a leather family. It's fascinating.
1: I don't want to kink shame anybody ever. Yeah. But... That would have frightened me just a little bit to see a person walking in uh, fu- fully like covered the, in spandex. On it's all the fours. middle.
0: Of, and he's wearing the gimp mask and everything. Yeah, it was no, that's just on an objective, a little frightening to me. Yeah. And no. And the thing is, like, it's the middle of the day. And um, it was like. Like on a college campus in broad yeah. daylight. Like, it just Yeah. You know, in, something a, in a, just a huge, in a huge auditorium, too. It was like the biggest auditorium at the school. And it's like seating 300. And we're all just like. Watching them do a PowerPoint presentation, explaining how many slaps this sub can take with photos. (laughs) And I'm like, whoa. That's
1: amazing. I would have loved to be part of that. There were
0: photos of a lot. I mean, we saw a lot of naked people doing a lot of things in that class. It was great. That's amazing. I learned so much about myself, about the world, Um, outside of the world of romance novels. There's like a lot of education out there. So yeah, no kink shaping on the BDSM community, but I Because this just... isn't an
1: accurate like plenty of people in the BDSM community have been yeah. like, That's not us by the fifty shades of gray is not no. what we not no. our thing. This is she just a toxic never man sign... abusing a woman.
0: She never signed the contract.
1: She doesn't ever sign the contract, you're right. He no. just beats her for fun.
0: I mean like I get experimenting too. Anyway, the whole their communication is just the worst. It's garbage. I think yeah. The biggest thing in a BDSM relationship is communication and consent. So yep. you know, get out of here. Trisha yeah, Gray I that. And Anna. You guys deserve each other. Okay. Um, was that yours or mine? I don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't either. I think that was mine. Go, You go.
0: Okay. Anna's inner goddess.
1: Oh, yeah. She
0: talks about herself like dowdy Anna and like, I wear sweaters, Anna, and I drink tea, Anna, but Anna has an inner goddess and she always <laughs> refers to her as her inner goddess so whenever she does something a little kinky or a little sexy, she's like, "My inner goddess was beaming. My inner goddess was pouting, and it is the worst. It's the so worst. Painful. She's
1: always like dancing, or yeah, like doing the cha-cha or something. It
0: feels like almost appropriative of like native cultures. Just the way that she deals with it, it okay, just feels right. icky to or me. Or something. I, I don't something even know who you're appropriating but I know it. You are. <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. I don't know what you're me appropriating. The ick. But it's very much like, ooh, there's this part of me that's like not this prim, you know, like I don't know. She based it off of Twilight. Twilight was written by like a Mormon woman, and it's very like Mormony. True. I'm like, is this the Mormony thing? I don't get what this is. That's what I don't,
1: there's several moments where I'm like, I don't get why she's suddenly acting like a prude because she loves fucking this guy so much. But she has like an inner voice who's shitty and calls her a slut, and she has an inner voice who is her inner or not voice, but she's her inner goddess who just does like just reacts physically to things. Mm-hmm. and i don't understand any of it and i don't understand her reaction to things if she has like like it bothers me that her inner goddess didn't exist before christian started touching her genitals yes like
0: like he awoke this in her yeah entirely so it's attributable to him and not from her
1: yes and it's just about getting her getting her dick wet as i was about to say
0: <laughs> But it is. It
1: really uh, is. I'm like really, that's all your inner gut. That's that's what fuels you actually feeling anything about positive about yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all a mess. It's the worst. Yeah, and also it's just annoying that she just throws it in at the most random times.
0: Oh, she throws it in so much. It's so like much. it's like the conversation between Anna and Jose. It's like just so much repetition yep. that it's painful. Okay, um, you go.
1: This is another really silly one. <laughs> but at one point, they are sitting in a bathtub together. Um, and she like uses a bunch of soap on his dick and then she gives him a blowjob and I'm like two things. Isn't (laughs) she drowning now? (laughs) Because he was seated under the water and also isn't his dick covered in soap and is she just like slurping Dawn dish soap off of this man's penis? (laughs)
0: Like how you think they're bathing in Dawn dish soap? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like like an oiled duck, yes. (laughs) Or whatever. Like his expensive businessman body soap. Like either way. It's
0: gonna be very bitter.
1: <laughs> she's drowning and she's licking a soap covered dick and I just don't understand it.
0: My god, I really didn't at some point, I think I started skimming their sex scenes because they were just like boring to me. That's another example of like, a poorly
1: written sex scene where I'm like, "What is They're even very, happening?
0: Very, very where valid.
1: are you?" Also, very stupid. I learned stupid.
0: like putting soap like direct- and you- I'm not going to talk about the soap in the. Penis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all learned <laughs> things. Just drenched it in so.
0: Okay. Okay. Soap is lube. My next one is a quote, and actually, this is the Jose thing I wanted to get into because I feel like she's never openly racist about Jose but it feels like a microaggression the whole time. She's writing about Jose, like she's got a lot of guys chasing her, but the only one that tries to sexually assault her is Jose. And even that I'm like, okay, sure, not we're not going to victim blame Anna for getting, you know, assaulted by a, uh, you know, Latin American person. But it was uncomfortable because he's the only person of color in the entire book and you put so, him yeah. into the role of a predator, which is yep. very uncomfortable. And then She, like, apparently doesn't seem to mind being assaulted at all, and they stay friends, and it's, like, fine. But at some point, she describes Jose, and she describes him with this phrasing, Jose and his, his," in quotes, Hispanic American smile.
1: (laughs) Another one that I missed, because, of course, I did. But are you...
0: (laughs) What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I feel like the stereotypes that are coming into my head are like, I don't even want to say them because they're so bad. I genuinely don't
1: understand what that even could mean, though. Like, it's not like a... That's not like a thing that is stereotyped or...
0: I'm like, what is this microaggression? I don't understand why it's you're It's absolutely describing him.
1: a microaggression. I just don't get it.
0: It was <laughs> so icky. So first you're going to make him a predator, and then you're going to be like, oh, Jose and his Hispanic American smile. Why are you <laughs> so describing weird. him that way? That's not a descriptor of a smile. No. His wide smile, his charming smile. No, no. Hispanic American.
1: That is the weirdest shit I've ever heard.
0: Okay, thank you. I had to say no, it. No, that is absolutely an,
1: a microaggression of some sort. I just don't know what it means it's
0: like the inner well this was a lot more clear than the inner goddess thing where i'm like oh no this is really uncomfortable
1: that's so okay so that's fucking weird so this is a twilight fanfiction, and jose is is the jacob character is like he? yes twilight okay. you would know more than me about this. twilight is also a movie and slash book full of white people and then the like savage animalistic brown people who turn into wolves and can't control themselves So, like, also extremely fucking icky and gross. Yeah. And then I guess she just carried that over here, but with her own horrible bias and weirdness. Yeah.
0: Also, the Native American community that actually lives, like, in La Push, in Twilight, like, the real Native Americans. The actual real tribe, yeah. They're going through an ecological crisis right now. They've gotten no money from Twilight. And so if you want to look into that and maybe donate any money to the real tribe that lives in that real beach. They're actually there. They're real people. Quillians, um, I believe, is the name of the
1: tribe. Well, I, I'm prob- I'm I didn't want to speculate because I
0: did not prepare to talk about Twilight today, <laughs> but I i do remember <laughs> well, you that. you should have, Shruti. I've been seeing that on TikTok and I'm just like, yeah, there's like an ecological situation with like the beach. Um, I think it's... I don't even want to speculate. I feel like it's an erosion issue, but...
1: So donate your money to those people and not... Don't buy Fifty Shades of Grey and donate to this racist woman who just profited off of Twilight, which profited off of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, don't do that. Also, like, come on, Stephanie Myers, You made so much money off of these people, you're just going to not help them now? Like, come on. Come on. Or even, you know, talk about it. Whatever. Ugh. Okay. Hispanic
1: American smile.
0: Seriously, turn them into werewolves and then you're like, la 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 la, got my money. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Okay, I think yours is the next one.
1: It is. And it's another stupid petty one and I just can't stand bad writing. But twice, she describes something as cool, comma, cold. So in this case, it is that he is licking her boobies with his cool, cold lips.
0: Why are his lips cool and cold? What I think has he, he
1: has, trying? maybe he has ice in his mouth or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, he has ice in his mouth. But cool cold <laughs> is the worst thing. I and she like does it twice. Right it's such a specific, horrible thing. And she does it twice. And it drives me insane. Those two words twice. mean the same thing. Once,
0: like, okay, maybe, but twice? Yeah.
1: It's like she thought it was really good and she used it again.
0: Wow! Did nobody and her edit
1: editor, <laughs>
0: yeah, her, her editor just said, was "Fuck it you! I'm not gonna no help." Editing?
1: You know, maybe yeah. it self-published. I mean, it obviously the fan fiction was just like blasted online, so maybe. Okay. No, I think I want to say she had to get It was published. It was if you hmm. if you go through a publishing house, you have to have an editor at least glance at it. Who
0: picked this up?
1: <laughs> That's a great question too. Okay.
0: Okay. Cool. Cold. Cool. Cold. Okay. <laughs> um. My next one, I'm going to just roll these two in together because I feel like... I I don't know how many you have left, but I still have... I only
1: have, like, three.
0: Okay, I'm going to roll these two together. One is getting her drunk for quote-unquote honesty. Ew. Ew. And then the other one is putting her on birth control. Three question marks. Putting her on birth control? (laughs) It's so strange. (laughs) Also, especially
1: because he... I think he talks a lot about how he never wants a family. So, like, just get a vasectomy, dude. Stop being weird
0: like get a vasectomy or wear a fucking condom but you know birth control can really fuck you up yeah and you're just like i'm gonna put her on birth control and she's gonna say yes because she's 21 and is not like aware that this is a very very strange thing to do
1: yeah super weird super controlling just treats her body like a like jizz receptacle slash a a doll he can do whatever he wants with i can dress it how i want i can feed it what i want and i can put whatever hormones in it that i want (laughs)
0: jizz receptacle it's true it's true though i'm not wrong it is but my god i would have never thought of that phrasing
1: and yet okay. then he's like but i love her so much but like that's not love dude just buy a sex no. doll buy one of those super expensive robotic sex dolls and it's the same
0: thing i really feel like that's what he needs
1: yeah and or like therapy. that's what he
0: wants not what mm-hmm. he needs he really needs
1: because you could beat I that robot and it won't ever say stop
0: he needs like a lobotomy yeah <laughs> Yes, that's what he
1: needs. Oh he needs a brain transplant. Or, like,
0: live in a live in like a facility for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get, get, some get help, a little man. grippy
1: sock vacation and then come out with like... a changed person and be better. Yeah.
0: And, like, the thing about the birth control thing, and, like, I get again, like, the power dynamic. I do understand that. And, like, technically, she does consent to it, but I feel like education and consent, like, I just feel like they're not on the same page. It doesn't feel like a. Didn't no, feel they
1: never actually openly communicate with each other ever.
0: No. It's all in their heads, and their heads are like nightmare spaces. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What's your next one?
1: Um, I'm going to read this one out loud. I don't remember. I have this quote here, and I honestly, it's like a whole paragraph, so I don't remember what it says. So we're going to read it together as I remember. Okay. How did this suddenly become such an intense and meaningful conversation? It's been sprung on me, like an exam that I'm not prepared for. What do I say? Because I think I love you and you see me as a toy? Because I can't touch you? Because I'm too frightened to show you any affection in case you flinch or tell me off? Or worse? beat me i think i think i highlighted that because it's like a summary of everything wrong with this book not that she is because bdsm if it was a true bdsm relationship she would not be afraid that he was going to beat her Mm-mm. it would be a consensual thing that they both agreed to and understand
0: that she wants and she's that.
1: afraid to show affection because she thinks he will beat her for it
0: yeah honestly she's describing a very emotionally and physically abusive relationship yeah She's I think not, at the end she's the not describing they...
1: a partnership of any kind.
0: Didn't they break up at the end of the book?
1: They absolutely did. The, the book ends they... in a sad way.
0: Yeah, and then they get back together in like the first five minutes. Of
1: Although the realistically, book. it ends in a great way for her. If she, if it had just ended there, the rest of her life would have been fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then she could go meet some like nice person. Yeah. Who will give her what she needs, which is not a BDSM relationship because clearly she's not up for that.
1: No, she's not interested.
0: Which is fine, girl. It's yeah. fine. Christian Grey... Oh, I'm so sad you imprinted on him like this and you can't move on. It's
1: so <laughs> you sad poor for you. poor little duckling. <laughs> I Seriously, don't understand. She
0: kind of gives me like the vibe of like a little duckling with like the really wide beady eyes. Like there's nothing going on back there. That's she's, like, why. She's
1: bathing around. in tauntish stuff.
0: <laughs> choking down that dog, choking down dick. that
1: dick. I don't <laughs> understand why. You know how, like, sometimes you're like a friend of yours is dating someone, and you're like, oh, but well, why? Wow, you could do so much better. But it's like at a certain point,
0: like, and her I mean, friend consistently is like, all he does is make you just cry. Leave. Yeah, you don't seem happy. You seem miserable you're and scared. Never happy
1: even when you're with him. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is not like you. And then she's like, "Like she's buy crying. a vibrator.
1: Like, but just buy a vibrator." And I promise. Oh my you'll god, feel the same. she's
0: probably never had a vibrator before. That's what I was thinking. She's
1: never owned a sex toy, and therefore she really thinks that he is the only person in the whole world who can make her feel like this physically, because emotionally he makes her feel like trash. They are only attracted to each other on a physical level.
0: Oh my god, she needs to go to. I'm about to say, like, we can talk about the times that you and I have gone to, like, the sex shops before the internet and, like, went to go get vibrators together. I, that? T- I
1: have taken, I have brought so many friends to sex stores to be like, just do this for yourself. Do this yeah. favor for yourself. I think
0: I went with you, Billy, and Jamil when we were, like...
1: That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Probably shortly after I took that human sexuality class because I learned a lot of stuff and I was like, you know what? My life is lacking. we got to really get on this. Right? Like,
1: anyone who doesn't own a sex toy that is appropriate for them...
0: God, um, and now we get on, like, girl calls, and I'm like, let me show you. Let's talk about this website. Let's talk let about you the sales. My, rec- my weekly wrecks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and life
1: is better because of
0: it. I keep telling. You know, I'm not going to blast my friends on who I'm telling to get new vibrators, but you know who I'm talking about. And if you're listening, and I know you are, you know who you are. It's time. You Treat owe yourself. yourself this. You really do. And I learned about rumbling instead of like buzzing. It's a whole thing.
1: <laughs> and if she just got a rumbly vibrator, she could leave this person because she d- wouldn't need, not to- Anna, obviously, would not yeah. need, not to our friend. Be God, abusive- no. <laughs> yeah, it would not need to be in an abusive
0: relationship. <laughs> oh. In a lovely relationship. Um, anyways, and again, you know who you are. Yeah, Anna, <laughs> this is so upsetting to me. Get your What life is on your track. next note? Mine is the use of "baby" as an endearment. Number one, I don't like it. Just in general, I don't like it. Okay. Baby as an endearment, because it also feels like with the whole paternalistic thing in this book specifically. And his
1: whole like teaching her how to be an adult and like.
0: Yeah, so specifically, it felt very much like a father figure, fucking you, and then calling you baby all over and over and over again. But I, in general, I don't like The Endearment Baby. So when I read it in books, it always puts me off a little bit. But that's just a personal thing. Baby girl bothers me a lot. Baby girl.
1: Yeah. That one always bothered me a whole lot. Because it's one more step closer to a, like a thing you would call your actual child and not a yeah. sexual partner. Yeah. But anyway, I call my significant other babe once in a while. Yeah. Babe feels a little less gross. Just, baby girl is just disgusting.
0: I tried babe like once or twice, and then Evan didn't like it. So I was like, you know what? I'm you fine should. with letting that go. You're gonna
1: you're gonna go with your your second choice. Should I blast you on the podcast? My first,
0: you my first choice. Yeah. Oh, we can blast me. I don't mind. I think it's cute. Bunny. Bunny. Bunnies.
1: Yeah. Some people would be like, bunny is way worse than baby.
0: I don't care. He likes it. I've said it in front of everyone. I've said it in public. I'm not ashamed of myself. I think it's cute. I think it's cute too. What do you call uh, Casey again?
1: Who's. <laughs> Babe That's or who's? Right. Yeah. who's. H-O-O-Z.
0: <laughs> like that website for housing?
1: Is that a website for housing?
0: I think it's H-O-U-Z, but it's like one of those like Redfin or like you go online and look at Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> who's. who's? Oh my gosh. Okay, good times. <laughs> a good time was had by all. Okay, what's your next one?
1: So, at some point, he is about to engage in sexual activities with her. And he pulls out her tampon for her.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> he reaches between my legs and pulls on the blue string. What? And gently takes my tampon out and tosses it into the nearby toilet. Holy fuck, sweet mother of all. And then he's inside me immediately. Um, I would simply kill myself if this
0: <laughs> I yeah. would simply die. 100% that's I would not, a it's it's so, not a kink of mine.
1: It's not. And even she seems like not into it, but also not like that put out by it. I would absolutely. She's a complete
0: blank slate. Does she have desires? H- him. Or is it all his? Him putting his desires on her.
1: That's what it seems like. She is like yeah. he'll try something weird, like putting ball bearings in her vagina, yeah. and she'll be like, "Oh no, this is so weird. My inner my inner nun is telling, calling me a slut." But like, oh my yeah, inner her inner likes nun. is yeah.
0: the nun thing.
1: And then, like by the end of it, she'll be like, "Okay, that was cool. I guess." Like, yeah, she absolutely has no agency in any of this.
0: No, it's very upsetting.
1: Pulled out her tampon Ugh, for her, like god, she this... couldn't do it herself. Also,
0: like okay, okay, I don't even know if what's her face wears tampons, but like, at what point of her cycle is she? What if that tampon was dry? And he to just without out, out of her. a yeah. dry tampon. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I. Or what if it was like
1: super heavy and he just like sprayed a line of blood across the room as he threw it into the toilet? Yeah,
0: I don't know how a lot of men, I at least know <coughs> Billy listens to this. So Billy, did you know that that sometimes when your tampon is really, really heavy that if you pull it out, blood will spray everywhere? Because that actually does
1: happen. And did you know that if it's, your period is really, really light and you try to pull it out too soon and it's not at least a little bit wet with blood, that it feels like sandpaper scraping out the inside walls of your vagina?
0: This Billy's is a call warning out.
1: today. This is a
0: call out for Billy and Billy alone. <laughs> Oh, no, Casey listens Casey to this, Casey listens too. to it, too, yeah. Yeah, okay, this is for both of you guys. <laughs> and any other men, um, again, if you have a woman in your life and you're a man listening to this, you be so fucking nice to her when she's on her period. You she don't even know it. what she's going through. And the blood is not even the worst part of it.
1: And don't pull out her tampon without asking her.
0: God, especially not when you're trying to be sexual. Unless you've talked about it first. Unless
1: you've talked about it without asking her first. Get consent before you yank a tampon out of a person.
0: Seriously, because again, like, if you're into that, if you're into it, I will never shame you. But, like, he should have at least said something before he yanked out her tampon.
1: But it's it's not her body. It's his body. He's able to do whatever he wants with it. Because she's the robotic sex doll.
0: Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. That's disgusting. All right. So you brought up the tampon. Okay. (laughs) I have one solitary positive comment outside of the vaccine
1: oh my god okay yeah
0: so yeah she's pro vaccine so a plus on that (laughs) and then my second like thumbs up was the fact that um and this was the only point of the book where i felt like there was any emotional depth at all that was positive and not like deeply upsetting to me Mm -hmm. and it's when they went gliding
1: i forgot i fully forgot that that happened you're right he takes for gliding because he's a pilot or whatever
0: yeah, so they like, and I'd never heard. They right. That was actually before. a
1: really nice moment that they had.
0: Yeah, they it was went up in arguably a plane. one of the
1: only nice moments that they had together.
0: Yeah, according to me, it was the only one, except for the fact that she's pro vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> but I loved it. They like went up in this little plane, and then it like, you like loose the tether on like a smaller plane, and then they just glide down. And I don't know. I'd never heard of that as an activity. It was very like romantic and. They connected yeah, he, with was each like, other. He showed her
1: something that he really loved, and she was, like, yeah. delighted by it, and so that made him happy, and, like, yeah, it was really sweet. I forgot about that entirely.
0: Then she got him, like, a little plane or something as a gift, because they had done something to connect them as people.
1: <laughs> but that, was, that took place, like, three quarters of the way through the book. So oh my at that God, point, was we were the, already like, supposed to have the an last, established relationship. It
0: was the last 80 to 90% of the book. It was, like, very close to the end.
1: So it's like, if you had done, say, four of those scenes early on, where they actually became like they actually came to like each other as people Mm -hmm. maybe i wouldn't hate both of them so deeply now
0: no we couldn't do that julie that's not this book
1: hated them deeply we have to
0: hate them deeply we have to hate them deeply (laughs) with
1: every fiber of my being
0: oh my god every fiber (laughs) oh my god it was the worst and then, and then Jose and his Hispanic American <laughs> Hispanic smile. Hispanic American smile. What and does it mean, E.L. James? What he's like a racism of, is this? He's I genuinely don't know. assaulting her. She's like going, no, no. And he's just assaulting her. And then white Christian Grey rolls in and yanks him off. Saves the fucking day, of course. It's a white saver story right there. I hate it. Okay. Oh, my God. What is your next note? I only this have one is, more after this. This is my last
1: note as well. And it is okay. just another example of bad, bad writing that pissed me off very badly. Um, it, it's basically exemplified the fact that this was a fan fiction at one point and it's one sentence. Um, and he is, she's like kneeling in the red room of pain and waiting for him. <laughs> and it's, he's, it's, I'll, I'll read the sentence before it. How long will he make me wait? The wait is crippling me, crippling me with a dark and tantalizing desire. <laughs> Ew. That sentence Makes me want to vomit, <laughs> not because it's like <laughs> sexual or kinky or any, because it's none of those things. Mm-mm. It's just upsetting, crippling me with a dark and tantalizing, tantalizing desire. Who even thinks these words like
0: this? Crippled by dark and tantalizing desire. I she hate does. her. I it hate does, this person. It does person. read like like bad writing. I mean, I wish this did. person
1: would drown. <laughs> like I hate her so much. I wish she would drown in a Julie? bathtub full of Dawn t- <laughs> <laughs> Julie. <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm not taking it back. She's a, a, she's a real
0: person, Julie! First of all, she's
1: rich, and we're supposed to eat the rich. No,
0: Julie, you can't. <laughs> Julie, you can't wish death on people and then it's record it and then post it. If that woman drowns in a bathroom of dish soap, you're going to be the first one they look for.
1: Good. Let them come for me. It will be worth it.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my my god, I'm going to get the hiccups. That was the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) This is
1: driven me out of my goddamn mind. I can't read this book anymore.
0: (laughs) We're never going to. We're putting this down forever after this. You're right, you're right. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, I hope she drowns in a bathtub of dish (laughs) soap. Oh, we didn't even know her name when we started this. This is like—I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey at this point is like—it's got to be like public domain type stuff, you know? Because like everyone's been shitting on it for so long that we're like a drop in the bucket.
1: I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nothing we say here is going to be original, so we just say whatever the fuck. I would never—I
0: would never want to talk about an author like this unless it was like this bad, you know? Because they're real people, but like this is so bad. This is so bad. I mean. I loved 20 of the 21 books that I read for Ice Planet Barbarians, but you know what? Gren. <laughs> but then there was Gren. <laughs> but Would you, then okay, surely, if
1: you had a gun to your head and you had to yeah. eat, choose between rereading the Gren book and rereading this book, which one did you pick?
0: Oh my god, Gren, because it's shorter.
1: <laughs> oh shit, you'd actually subject yourself to the cat bear fucking thing again?
0: Julie, it's like. A twelfth of the size of this.
1: Remember when he carried her through the snow and had to stop to orgasm every, like, 300 feet?
0: I still think it's... I don't know if it's better or worse. It's a completely different genre. But, like, this was just, like, boring. This was grueling.
1: Yeah, it was It was, like,
0: hard to get through. At least I could read that and be like, this is awful, and then be done with it. Okay. I have one last note. Um, And this is just my advice to all of the ladies out there. Our girl Anna gets a job at the end of the book, and she didn't negotiate her salary at all. All
1: <laughs> well, the things to get upset about. I was really so pissed
0: about it. I wasn't pissed about it. I felt bad for her, because I'm like, where is your, where are your parents in this moment? Who is teaching you? You've been in college. Did you go to no career fairs? Like, You never accept the first offer. Yeah. You volley over the net, and I don't know who's listening to this, because I know we have a, a very diverse range of listeners that we've called from the internet and i don't know how you guys are here but uh, we love to have you so if you're younger if you've never negotiated salary no one's ever going to pull their offer for negotiating salary the worst they'll do is say no but come in with a hard offer um and no one ever puts their best foot forward on the first offer no one's offering you the top of their budget that's just the truth so don't be like anna in so many ways, don't be
1: like Anna. But that one as well. You're right. You're totally right. That's an important one.
0: That one's more like mom advice. But you know what? I've had people who have been telling me that since I was very young. And I'm just like, no one told Anna. And that's probably why she's dating <laughs> no someone like Christian right now. <laughs> no
1: one told Anna to negotiate. By the way. I want to um, be
0: Anna's mom and be like, girl.
1: On the list of people ew. who are, I, I'm pretty sure on the list of people who are irretrievably attracted to Anna to the point where they try to force themselves on her. I'm pretty sure her new boss does it at some point in one of the next books. The person oh, who no. hires her. Oh no! I end of this think one. he
0: does do that. and th- That's the next book though. Um, yeah, I'm just
1: saying, like, uh, yet again, a person who cannot fucking resist her and presumably gave her this job because he wants to fuck her which invalidates he her everything she is as a person.
0: From This is from my Wikipedia reading. Um, doesn't he, like, abduct her in accomplice with Christian's assault her from childhood. Like don't those two team up to like try to kill Anna?
1: I fully don't remember that.
0: That's fine. You know what? We should watch the movies.
1: <gasps> Did you do okay. I have it we- on recording. I have it on can- recording. You can't back out now. We
0: can straight up do it tomorrow. Um Oh my god, I would love we're that so much. Tomorrow's movie night. Yes, I would love that. We should broaden the movie night to the larger book club and be like, guess what guys? Or you know oh, we'll wait watching. till episode comes out and then we'll be like <laughs> Now that you've all listened to our rant.
1: Yes. I want to watch this with you guys so Let's much. watch, uh, Fifty God. Shades.
0: Oh, God. It's, like, so painful. I feel like I've dissociated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that... Wait. Do you have any more comments on Fifty Shades?
1: I don't. I'm glad it's over.
0: Oh, I guess we have to rate it before I give you my... We do.
1: What is your sentiment... Sorry. Well, spicy rating.
0: One. Okay. Yeah. No, it's so... It's so non-consensual and uncomfortable. I'm giving it a one.
1: I'm giving it a one. Can yeah. we give it a zero? No. No, but I mean like is that on the scale? Is one the no, lowest? No, I'm gonna we can say go? one
0: is the lowest we can. Okay,
1: so we are giving it the lowest we can. Okay. Yes. Uh what is your sentiment rating? One. Yeah. Because I can't go lower.
0: They should negative ten. They shouldn't be together. Yeah. This was
1: They should never have even met.
0: I don't even know if we rated the Gren story. I had we might not have started the rating system yet.
1: <laughs> we might not have and it's bad, it bad would that also we're comparing get...
0: this to that. <laughs>
1: but it's <laughs> Apropos somehow. <laughs> It made us feel the same level of upset, in just just okay. in a different field.
0: So, Julie, I'm gonna recommend a book to Courtney specifically. Um, yeah. In in light of not reading this book, do you want to also maybe think of a book to recommend to her that has better sex scenes in it? Either one, either one that we've talked about or one that we've not talked about. Okay. So my recommendation, we're probably going to cover in the episode after our next episode, because Julie and I tore through the entire series in like a weekend. And yeah. it is so good. So good, guys. Actually, yeah, that's so the one good. I would recommend,
1: too, in terms yeah. of better sex scenes.
0: Yeah. So it's Get a... Sorry. It's Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. So good. So good. And then it's a whole series, so there's three books in it. My favorite was the first one, and then my second favorite was the second one, and my third favorite was the third one.
1: Um, Get a life, Chloe Brown.
0: But it's about three sisters, and we're going to deep dive into it, so if you're looking for a book that might take a little time for you to read, you've got time. Pick it up. Read it. All the sex scenes in that book. My God. They're fantastic, honestly. Oh my yeah. God. So we'll little mini review,
1: an Amongst our review of Fifty Shades. That's a good book.
0: <laughs> That's a fucking good book. I had a great time reading it yeah why don't we we don't have any more emails right we've run out
1: we have officially run out
0: all right that's okay friends of the pod (laughs) (laughs) calling you guys out send us something
1: the only podcast the only email we got was some probably clickbaity nonsense about us being featured on the top 50 romance novel podcasts on the web
0: 50 out of like 10 that are actually out there probably yeah
1: probably some of them are just don't actually exist but oh hey we are like number 20
0: <laughs> this is a good time Alrighty, then we're closing it out
1: so any last thoughts about 50 50 shades of gray
0: don't read it <laughs> that's my only thought is don't you dare do this to yourself unless you're like julian you like to read bad things for fun and even then i don't know
1: even then this was when it came out kind of unusual and and in that regard it was fun to read at this point 2022 if you haven't read it don't start now because it the fun parts of it won't hit and the bad parts of it will hit hard
0: oh it'll hit so hard it'll devastate you
1: <laughs> hit you right in your hispanic american smile
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: um, i so don't much. understand it if you understand that please explain it to us as delicately as possible we just want to know in case it's something we should literally not even be saying aloud
0: i don't think hispanic is a slur yet it's i mean no, no it's not but like what if i don't know i, just, I genuinely don't know where i it didn't comes write from. it you didn't write it <laughs> Okay, E.L.
1: James should go to jail forever. She really
0: should. Um, if any of you guys are from our social media, as per usual, let me know, because I'm very curious as to how that's going. If any of you guys actually translate from TikTok or Instagram, you can find us on TikTok. tink I-, <laughs> 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 I, like, stopped dead in my tracks when I said that. I <laughs> you
1: just powered down. <laughs> I really
0: did. It's the Fifty Shades effect. I can't continue follow us on tiktok or instagram i'm contemplating deleting the twitter because elon musk bought twitter i'm like Fuck yeah that guy. we're done with that and i wasn't even a fan of twitter to begin with we're at pod of con or pod of convenience you can email us at pod of at gmail.com
1: uh, probably
0: is it podcast or pod
1: it'll also be in the in the uh, description
0: we haven't recorded for like three months guys please bear <laughs> with me <It's> <laughs> i don't so know long. what our email
1: address is
0: no me either
1: pod of convenience at gmail.com
0: boom email us your meet cutes your book recommendations your hot takes on anything that we've read um and then rate review and subscribe we are on spotify and apple podcasts
1: and google podcasts
0: we're on google podcasts
1: we're everywhere you get your podcasts we can say that now
0: we are how cute for us. I love that. I <laughs> love that for us. Oh my god, find us where you listen to podcasts We're and there. give us five stars no less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a demand.
0: It's a demand. If you have hate mail, you can email it to us, but don't don't put it in the ratings. We only have one rating right now and it's me. So <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't give us low ratings it would really even I skew... didn't rate us, but you should <laughs> it would really skew the algorithm if you guys gave us a really low rating <laughs> just because we shit on Fifty Shades I'm sorry about it <laughs> it right. deserves it how do we close this out? we love you
1: we do love you
0: and we love love
1: <laughs> and we love not reading this book anymore
0: yes thank god Okay, goodbye goodbye <laughs>